Good evening. Welcome to the Irish NFL show. Week 15 preview ahead of a big weekend of games. Three games this uh, Saturday and a full slate of games on Sunday with no more bye weeks for any of the teams across the league. As always, the Irish NFL show is presented by Cassidy Travel. Cassidy Travel, who are now already planning ahead for the next season. We haven't even got to the playoffs and they're already planning for next season. You can now pre-register all your information, all your interests, whatever team you want to go see with Cassidy Travel. The link will be in the bio after the show. And throughout the course of the weekend, we will be um, making that information aware across all of our social media platforms. Colin is here tonight. We are down to just the two of us, Colin. Unfortunately, Cala is unavailable. Marcus uh, caught up with business needs this evening. Big slate of games. Your initial thoughts ahead of this weekend. Yeah, it, uh, we're into the, the business end of the regular season, as you mentioned, Brian. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, we're, we're missing uh, two, two guys. Uh, fortunately, neither of them have had to, to go on IR. Um, but uh, it is you, you and I this evening. And some really interesting games uh, this uh, weekend. Obviously, when you get to this point of the year and suddenly you have games on the Saturday and the Sunday, uh, you, you really know that you are coming towards the end of the regular season. And, uh, you know, across, uh, I suppose, a lot of the, the divisions, they're still all to, to play for. The Eagles, the only team to have really sewn up uh, their, their playoff spot as yet. The Vikings, there are thereabouts, but I still think for um, even the Vikings, there are things that they will be really looking to uh, this weekend. So plenty for us to uh, debate and discuss this evening. One team who can book their place to the dance, as you like to call it, column, is the San Francisco 49ers. They are playing later this evening against uh, the Seattle Seahawks, NFC West, uh, Clash Myself and Mark caught up earlier today. There's a podcast available across with, uh, all the social media platforms, whatever you pick up your podcast, it's a good good uh, listen, good 15, 20 minutes discussing both teams' form and obviously our picks for the game to see it's a big one. Um, but there's bigger ones to come this weekend as well. And as you touched on, Colin, no college games on Saturday, so the NFL using this opportunity to put three games on the Saturday. Saturday slate of games, 6 o'clock, uh, all live in Sky Sports, 6 o'clock game. The Colts, who've had a very difficult season playing against uh, the Vikings. The Vikings coming off it. Difficult loss last week against the Lions in the division. They're six and one at home this season. The Vikings, the only defeat in which was against the Cowboys, and they were really taken care of in that game. Be interesting to see what comes of this weekend. I look at this Vikings defense in this game, Colin, and it's the seven of the last eight quarterbacks they played have put up over 300 plus yards, 15 touchdowns in this time. Uh, for a team that's right now battling potentially with the Fortuners for that second seed. And they can wrap up the division with a win in this game against the Cowboys, or sorry, not against the Cowboys, against the Colts, who were essentially playing for nothing under Jeff Saturday. But yeah, the question marks are there. You know, we've seen all the kind of information coming out around the points scored, and, you know, you compare it to the teams that are going to the playoffs, and the Vikings are way down the, the pecking order. But yet they've won all these games at home by one score. They find ways to win all these games. Or they've had some difficult games, and we had Michael Lombardi on, and he said every team that's got on the airplane leaving Minnesota will feel like they really should have won that game. But yeah, here they are, division on the on division there for them this weekend and potentially an opportunity to get ahead of them, continue ahead of the 49ers. And they're going against the Colts team. Matt Ryan, I mean, Matt Ryan hasn't thrown for over 245 yards since week six. So it's not like they're going to go up against an explosive offense. They've been stuttering. 
they've been up and down. Um, it's been a difficult season. Everybody touched so much of them. Jonathan Taylor is an interesting one for me because the, the Vikings' defense has regressed against the against the running game in terms of their own defense. So it'll be interesting to see. I still think the Vikings have more than enough to win this game. I, I will be picking the Vikings. Mark has also gone with the Vikings. And I think that's by and large is the consensus pick across the board. Interesting to get, get your thoughts on this one. I think this really is a, almost a referendum on uh, Ed Dantel, uh, the the former uh, Broncos uh, DC, obviously was there with Vic Fangio and was Vic Fangio's right-hand man for a long time. They play a, a bend-don't-break defense, and at, at times it has come, come up uh, good for them, but we've seen, especially over the past couple of weeks, the ability of opposing teams to just go up and down the field. I was in Minnesota to see Matt Jones, a, a guy who, you know, isn't known for, uh, you know, at times maybe uh, the big, big plays, but he was able to get them against the Vikings. Now, their offense did enough, and we we all know what Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are capable of, but it for me, this really is, can Dantel change the i suppose the way in which their season is going because it feels like you can just move the ball at will and they i don't think they could have asked for a better game to try to ride the ship uh the Coles, as you pointed out have not been at all explosive and i know jeff saturday says that he wants to continue as a head coach uh, i don't believe that uh, the Coles will be keeping him on i don't believe matt ryan will be the quarterback of this team uh, next year either so as you said the, the outside of pride and pride is important in this league but the vikings have a lot more to, to play for um the vikings should get the the win um but really to, to me it's it's about more the defense showing up because the offense has gotten uh, the vikings out of jail more than once this year the defense had moments, but ultimately they need to show that they can shore it up. Otherwise, they could very well be one and done in the playoffs. What concerns me about the Vikings, in particular the home games, is yet they're winning the games, the 6-1 and one record, as we call their put. The six wins have all been really tight games, and some of them could have went the other way. You kind of get the feel that at some stage they will run out of luck. Not necessarily luck is the right word, but they will, they will get to say where things, the ball doesn't go right for them. They'll be a a precarious flag, something will go against them at home and they will lose a game. Potentially that could be when come the playoffs if they find themselves playing against a really strong 49ers team potentially in the playoffs, depending on how it how it plays out. And the Colts, like they do they have some good players. It'd be interesting to see how this Lion plays against a, a front seven of Vikings, as you said, will look to rebound off a difficult loss and for defence to rebound off games in which there are down teams to go up and down the field. It'd be interesting to see the Colts hung around for three quarters two weeks ago against the Cowboys and then they got blown out in the fourth quarter, 33-0. So it'll be interesting to see how they rebound, have another their boy week. Big game, Sky Sports, 6 o'clock. Look, it's a, it's a must-have for the Vikings. And um, I think we're all in lockstep. We all believe the Vikings will find a way to get over the line. Next game, quarter past nine, AFC North. The Ravens, top of the division right now, albeit with the same record as the Bengals, going into Cleveland. The Browns team, who have won both games at home against divisional rivals, to beat Steelers, they beat the Bengals on the Monday Night Football, and now they have the Ravens. The Ravens, who today have had confirmation that it will be Tyler Huntley starting a quarterback. 
to me that was an interesting one. I wanted to see whether it be himself or Anthony Brown. And I was kind of reviewing the game last weekend for, for the Ravens team. Once they got the win, a lot of it was down to the, the miscalculations. And you called her out on Monday's show, Mitch Trubisky with the three interceptions and three critical interceptions, all of which were close to the red zone. Two of which actually were intercepted in the red zone, one around the 27-yard line. I mean, if he's taken field goals off that game, you know, off those drives, that game changes very quickly. And maybe the Steelers walk away. Again, we saw a game in which without Lamar Jackson, you know, he hasn't been as convincing lately, but they weren't convincing against the Broncos in the second half. They weren't convincing when they had Lamar Jackson playing against the Panthers a few weeks ago. They weren't convincing offensively when they lost that game against the Jags in Jacksonville. And they're going up against the Browns team that have been on the road for the past two weeks. Deshaun Watson has only shown one touchdown in his first two games. We kind of expected that. He hasn't played a game in the bones of two to three years. So it has been rusty. But I, do, I actually think the Browns will find a way to win this game. I was just looking at the stats again. The Ravens, 26 against the run, the 21st in yards attempt, yards attempt, and sorry, they're very low down on passing. I think this is a game that the Browns can win. I really do. I think the Ravens' offense is stuttering. I think the Browns, with nothing to play for but pride, will, find, will look to win this game. And I can see a shock on the cards, and this could be the one that derails the Ravens' opportunity to win this division. Yeah, I can see a lot of sense in in what you're saying because, you know, Lamar Jackson is so fundamental to what the Ravens do. And, you know, this it feels somewhat similar to, to last year where the um, fewer injuries, they got off to a, a better start. But ultimately, as Lamar misses games towards the end of the season, the wheels come off a little bit. And yeah, I think better teams than the Broncos and the Steelers would have taken advantage of them over the, the past couple of years, uh, weeks. I think they got lucky that they came up against two of the more anemic defenses in the league and uh, in, against the, the Steelers, against the, a QB who was just thrown the, the ball away for, for fun. The worry for the, for the Browns, you've pointed out to uh, the offensive uh, rustiness uh, due to uh, suspension of uh, Deshaun Watson and um you know, I, th- I still think there'll be the plenty said in the off season about uh, Deshaun, but the passing, uh, the passing game coordinator and the the DBs coach uh, came out, Jeff Howard, uh, and he said it was a tough adjustment against the Bengals when uh, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd uh, left early. He wasn't sure when if they were going to come back, and they had planned all week to face three wide receivers, not just Jamar Chase. Now, if that isn't one of the most baffling comments that I have heard uh, a coordinator uh, come out with or a coach, uh, like, so they, they, it was more difficult to play just against Jamar Chase rather than the trio of uh, obviously excellent receivers that the Bengals have. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. I don't know if he just got mangled in terms of what he was trying to say, but that would be a, a little bit of a concern if that is the, the level of the uh, coaching that the Browns are getting and might ha- help to explain the situation that they find them themselves in. I, I think this will, will be a real kind of ding-dong, knock-down, drag-out battle between two divisional rivals who don't like each other very much. But I'm going to go you know, with you on, on this, Brian, in that I think that the Browns should have more offensively than 
the Broncos than the Steelers. And for, for that reason, they should be able to uh, do uh, more more damage to the, the Ravens. Um, I, I also, and, uh, you know, um, I know you're going to do the quick fire on the Broncos, but I, I have huge concerns about quarterbacks that had a concussion a week ago uh, starting a, a game. Uh, I think that is um, questionable, to, to say the least, in terms of player safety, and it's supposed to be about the new protocols and, and player safety. But a, a week later, it looks, uh, you know, Huntley is going to play. It looks like Russell Wilson is going to play. I think there might be a, another talking point around that in the off season. I think it comes down to the fact that was it was early on in the season with the two incidents, having picked up the concussion, what we talked against the Bills, and then the following week, obviously going on a Thursday night against the Bengals, it's getting to the business end of the state of the season. And teams, albeit maybe the Broncos, not a different scenario, but teams that need wins will do their utmost to make sure players conveniently pass the uh, the protocol to be in a position to play the weekend. Very interesting points on the wide receivers. I would argue that they don't, they won't come up against uh, an explosiveness with just Ravens off. You know, in terms of the wide receiver, I mean, they brought in Deshaun Jackson, and he's been steady enough. But they, they don't have the players. I don't feel to 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 really challenge the the Browns secondary to the extent of other teams. So it'll be interesting to see how how that goes. And and when you got Chubb and you got Hunt, you've got players there that can that can you can rely on from a run game perspective if it gets into the. You know, a game where the adverse weather conditions are going to lend a hand to the run. J.K. Dobbins came back for the Ravens last week, over 100 yards, and they really relied on him to get them over the line and get the win. But he, again, as, as openly said, he wasn't fully fit in that game, but they needed all, all hands on deck. So, big win last week. It's going to be a big, intriguing game. They've got a win, bearing in mind that the Bengals are, you know, are lockstep with them on the, in the division, and obviously they've got a big game later on on Sunday against the uh, the Bucks on the road. Tour game, this is probably the game. In the, Game, arguably the game of the weekend, but certainly the game on Saturday. 1.15am, the late game, they fit this in nicely. Surprisingly, in a way, bearing in mind that the Dolphins only played Sunday night, that they've been asked to play again in a big one on a Saturday night. But you've got the Dolphins going into the Bills. AFC's clash. The Dolphins have kind of come off the rails slightly over the past few weeks. We picked them against the, the 49ers. We picked them to kind of get back on track last weekend against the Chargers. It hasn't materialised. Going up against the Bills team that over the past three weeks... Have kind of got things back on the show back on the road no interceptions they're fourth in the in the, the league in terms of giveaways turnovers but yet the last few weeks they haven't turned the ball over once and that's reflective in the results we felt at the time josh allen was going to try to do more to win the games rather than playing his, his normal game and he was throwing needless interceptions and the ones against the vikings we saw the ones against the jets but he's kind of rectified that over the past few weeks where they were heavily reliant on him last week the weather conditions again for this game are going to be very similar to what we saw with the Jets. So Mike McDaniel this week wearing t shirts saying cold weather doesn't bother him and you know it's all well good wearing the t shirt. Let's see how he is come Saturday night. Two has already reflect, reflected on the cold conditions that he had when he played in Alabama. I reflect on what Michael Lombardi said last weekend. He said it numerous times around if you look back at Tua's performance last year when they went into Tennessee this time of year, adverse weather conditions, a game which they needed to win to get into the playoffs. He couldn't get it done. He couldn't deal with the cold weather. It'd be interesting to see how he does on Saturday night. And I look at the, the, the players for the, you know, this week for the Dolphins. Taron Armstead hasn't really practiced much. Key, key component on their offensive line. Jeff Wilson has a hip injury, running back again, really relied on. And obviously Tyreek Hill, everything goes through him, and he's been limited all week with concerns around an ankle injury. You wonder how banged up they are, and maybe, maybe this season is catching up on them offensively because they haven't really 
looked the same the past two weeks, with the exception of maybe two explosive plays in that 49ers game, one to Tyreek Hill, and obviously the open play of the game. Um, for me, it's the Bills. It has to be the Bills. The Bills know that this is crucial. Like we spoke about it earlier on in the season when they played the Chiefs, you know how important it is to make sure that they're, they're the number one seed come the playoffs. We saw what they did last year against the Patriots, and then obviously they went on the road. If they're not, if it's in Orchard Park throughout the course of the playoffs, it'd be very hard to see who will beat them. I don't see the Dolphins overturning this in losing streak that they're on this weekend. I think the Bills will do more than enough to win this game. Yeah, Brian, you know, I when the schedule comes out, you know my feelings. You play everyone uh, who's who's on your schedule when when you play them, uh, and 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 to an extent, sometimes uh, you know what can seem like a really tough back end of the season doesn't always end up that way. But in this instance, in fairness to the Dolphins, the third road game. Uh, on on the trot, having uh, played the 49ers and the Chargers and essentially staying in uh, California and now traveling all the, the way north. So um, really tough uh, to, to have had kind of those games. If they had had, you know, uh, weeks in between, it might be very different. I, I admire, I, I liked Mike McDaniel wearing the T-shirt because I think he's trying to, um, you know, get into his players' heads because a lot of people will be saying ultimately that this is all, uh, you know, it's going to suit Buffalo. They're much more used to the conditions and Tua doesn't like playing in cold weather um, and, and all that sort of stuff. I, I I mean, you look at you look at it and obviously the, to me, the Bills, you know, I, I had, um, said that I expected them to, to go to the Super Bowl and at times they have looked incredible. Losing Von Miller is a huge blow, but I think particularly when it comes uh, to the playoffs. But it, this is the sort of game where they really would have loved to have Von as well uh, going up a, a, against a, a Dolphins team to have that extra person on the, the edge. I um, think that the Dolphins will probably... Uh, could like surprise people in, in the level of their performance. And I, I think um, Michael Daniel will have them up for it. But I think that uh, a snow game, uh, the third uh, away game in a row, and having played on the, the Monday night, it's just too big an ask for me. Uh, and for that reason, I, I expect the, the Bills to, to win it out. Um, and to kind of further cement their grip on the division. But I do think the Dolphins will maybe put in a better performance than some people are thinking. A lot of comments on this from Colin. Just might throw a few up. Keith, valid point. Concerned about how two will, will do, bear in mind how difficult Mike White found it last week. Um, does it fro Frozen fish fills win. That sums it up, you know, weather conditions. Um, and then uh, will Eric Fisher play right tackle again to touch on the fact that they're already struggling with the offensive line? That's an interesting one to see how that plays out. Um, it doesn't get any tougher for the Dolphins. They've got to go to the Patriots, you know, and they, they close out. They've got the Packers, sorry, they've got the Packers Christmas Day. They've got the Jets at home final day of the season. But in between that, they've got to go back up to the Foxborough as well. So you, you touched on the schedule. They've got to play each other twice. But at the same time, um, you have to ask the question you know, how do you can manage to end up in a, so many road games towards the back end of the season. Big game, interesting to see. As I said, the Bills got to win. It looks like the Chiefs have a, 
should obviously say a very handy one. We'll come to that shortly. I think that one's in the quick fire, probably rightly so. Bearing in mind who the opponent is, 